and welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah and she's Lindsay. And together we're working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet that podcasts have ever seen. Oh, and today it's time for some science and a little bit of pie. We're doing Yay. 1994's IQ. Yeah, it's so good. Um, it's so cute. It's so oh cute. I don't, I literally don't know if I'd ever actually watched it. Oh, and I don't know I've why. It and now it's like in my rotation of movies that I will frequently watch just yeah. whenever. Yeah. yeah. I'd seen it a million times. Like almost all the lines came back to me. Yeah. I guess we must have had the VHS. Nice. Um, no, I'm like, I, if I still went to stores, if stores still sold DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever, I would buy this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, so bought it on YouTube. Yeah, I know. We rented it. And I'm like, oh, I would have bought this if I'd known that I liked yeah. it so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's the 50s and Walter Matthau plays Einstein and Einstein has a niece played by Meg Ryan and she meets a mechanic uh, who's played by Tim Robbins and they fall in love and it's more complicated than that because there's shenanigans mm -hmm. and actual yep. science well not actual science which mm -hmm. is the whole shenanigans part yeah and <laughs> Tim uh Stephen Fry's in it and it's really Tony good Shalhoub. yeah Tony Shalhoub so many good people yeah mm -hmm. highly recommend if you haven't seen it, it is it yes. is a little hard to find on streaming we literally couldn't find it anywhere other than like yeah. to rent but yeah worth yeah. it I think it was you could rent it on Prime. Yeah, you could rent it on like Prime and YouTube and, and YouTube and Apple and all those places, but nowhere like yeah. included. Yeah. yeah, but definitely worth the five dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can tell that we watched it when it was like just starting to be spring here, like the blossoms are just exploding because our both of our first note is so much spring, so springy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're both so excited about spring so we literally excited. just came back from a walk when we were like pointing out all the blossoms uh, yeah basically we're, because we're also so like close. two weeks ago it, it snowed here um, yes so we needed it <laughs> yes yeah it it sort of it starts in spring and then it moves through the summer kind of like kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh yeah. it's very springy at the beginning um yeah it's it's very cute it's yeah um and I'm not the hugest Meg Ryan fan, but I really liked her in this. No, I really liked her in this too. I think it's, again, like it's early Meg Ryan. I think after You've Got Mail, I'm kind of done with That's her. true. That's true. Around, around, I don't know when City of Angels came out, but that was, that's kind of when I'm just, I'm over it. Kate and Leopold. Ugh. Yeah. Can't stand her in that movie. Um, so I think, yeah, so, yeah, she got so typecast and she just kept playing the same, same, same characters and yeah, they just got mm -hmm, really boring. But this again. one also is yeah. a really interesting, fun character. The only thing I was like, uh, they could have given her more of like a fifties look like that hairstyle does not, I mean, I'm not an expert yeah. in fifties hair at all, but it's, it's just like normal mid nineties Meg Ryan hair, not fifties, mm -hmm. but her period clothing is so, her clothing is cute. so good. She has so many good dresses. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like she's definitely got the I'm a scientist, but I'm a woman, so therefore I have to be ditzy. Yeah. And for sure. Forgetful and drop things all the time. Yeah, she's, and just... yeah, she's clumsy because she's distracted because she's either so smart. so smart or so driven to find a smart husband to make smart mm -hmm. children because that 
that's what she feels is her only contribution. Basically, she is engaged to Stephen Fry, who's like an Mm -hmm. experimental psychologist doing this sort of, I think, like some pretty messed up like sex and desire and like weird. I don't know. He he's like Mm -hmm. tortures a lot of undergraduate research participants is what it seems like. And like puts electrodes on all sorts of places with mice and rats. Mm-hmm. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, and then she is like a brilliant mathematician who's, you know, like not really able to, you know, be a PhD or like be a researcher or be a professor, but she is also Einstein's niece. So people like she has a lot of like connections, like the seems like the sort of state science guy. Yeah. I think he's like, He's, like, head of the university. Well, I don't know. He's not because he's not, like, the dean of Princeton. He's no. Like, he, he's Because he never talks like about Princeton. Research he talks about New Jersey. To New Jersey, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so, like, he's. But they, did they say the institute? Or is that something else the that I was watching? The institute is. That's where Stephen Fry is. Is that, like. Okay. The, so maybe. Yeah. So I think, like, they live at Princeton. Yes. But none of this, think, aside from, like, the hospital part, they're not actually at uh, no, the symposium. The symposiums at Princeton. Yeah, so I think, yeah. like Charles During is like the head of an institute yeah. or something. Or and like he's trying to like recruit scientists and basically use her. Like he's connected to her through Stephen Fry, and then use her connections through her uncle Einstein to mm-hmm. like get good industry. Like basically get yeah. some research that actually makes money rather than just costs money. Is yeah. what he's yeah, yeah. hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so she's out with Stephen Fry. They're, like, out for a drive, and his um, fancy car breaks down. He has, like, a imported British, like, convertible. Um, there's lots of stuff with, like, cars and motorcycles in this, too. Um, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, so, like, if you're, you know, into vintage those things, this would be a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then she goes to this, like, mecha- they pull into this mechanic shop, and it's very love at first sight. Like, yeah. Cosmic destiny like oh i have already married this person in a different timeline kind of like yeah, yeah. but for him yeah for him only yeah like she, she's she's oblivious because she's engaged and she's, she's focused and yeah yeah and also she's too distracted to like notice people mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's for him and he and then there's that definite ugly part and we'll get to the rest of the story but it's definitely like we are meant to be together i don't care like literally at one point he says she doesn't know what she wants yeah and and like a lot of that like they are at some points like einstein is really more of like why are you marrying stephen fry you yeah could be a mathematician and tim robbins is like don't marry stephen fry marry me yeah and there's never a conversation of like then you could be a mathematician it's just marry me yeah that's so. true i i sort of like in my head wrote that because she's not with Stephen Fry trying to support his career she's instead with somebody who's more of an equal like he is like mm-hmm. there's a huge amount of like classism and like intellectual like yeah. snobbery about like he's just a mechanic blah 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 but he's like yep. super smart um mm-hmm. and like a like super gifted mechanic but also like he's super interested in the world around him like he has like popular science and he like is doing lots of reading he just like you know is a mechanic didn't go to university because it was the 50s and he needed a job um exactly but like yeah it doesn't mean he's not smart he just like isn't didn't 
have that education. And so like, maybe if she's like with somebody who's more supportive of whatever she wants to do rather than like Stephen Fry also like, so she and Stephen Fry don't love each other. She's with Stephen Fry because she thinks that his genetics would make smart children. And he's with her because he wants somebody to like manage his life and be his parent and assistant and secretary and chef. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's no, it's, it's not like, yeah. At the beginning I was like, I have a note. Is he her boyfriend, her colleague, her gay best friend? I can't tell. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's hard. Yeah. Especially because it's Stephen Fry. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think the thing like with Tim Robinson, yeah, you can write it away, is that like he's so focused on getting her that I don't think he thinks about her career. No, for sure. For sure. And so like maybe he would be okay with it. Like he seems pretty supportive of her when she's doing the math. Yeah, exactly. That leads to his downfall. Yeah. But he's like, and so like, and that part's nice. Like when they're together, a lot of the time it's nice, but he's definitely like we're going to get married. Yeah. Too bad. Regardless. Yeah. I don't care what you think. No, for sure. Kind of. For sure. But yeah. also like he seems like a good person and. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's very left to my imagination. And I just imagine that he's going to be this like super supportive guy and. Yeah. They'll find some university where it's easier for her to be. Um, like yeah, get her PhD um, in math or whatever she wants to do than mm-hmm, probably Princeton mm-hmm. was in the 50s. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So then he, she leaves her pocket watch at the mechanic shop and he knows the address because she hears, he overhears her telling the taxi, which is a little creepy. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to use that information, but you know, he was returning her watch, but also wanted to marry her. Yes. Um, so then he goes and then he meets Einstein and Einstein's old man friends. Um, yeah, and they're who like are the best, the best. Oh my gosh, they're so good. <laughs> they're so funny. They're just like they're so funny. They're talking about all these theoretical physics things, and then they like lose a birdie in the tree, and he's they're so excited he's there because yeah. he's a, not an old man, and they just like he goes up in the tree, and there's like seventeen different things. There. All the things they tried to get the birdie out, and probably also like yeah. over years of stuff, over years and years. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was so funny. Yeah. So he, he like becomes friends with Einstein and his buddies and they're like, okay, how are we going to like, she only wants to be with very intellectually smart, like academic people because whatever. So how are we going to like set you up for success for that? And so they basically like help him come up with this lie that he wrote a paper on how like using fusion to power rocket ships to space mm-hmm. and then yep. the lie gets very out of hand <laughs> yes very very, very out of out hand. Of because hand. of charles during yes and just and like taking everything einstein says for granted yep. which of course like it's like near the end of einstein's life like of course everyone's going to take everything he says for granted yeah he's at that yeah, stage like, this is, and this so. is einstein's like protege that wrote this paper well so first like like they don't even write the paper they just like say that he has this idea and he's like they like dress him up as like the stereotypical sort of like crazy hair and a bow tie and like mismatched suit (laughs) outfit and like turn him into a physicist um and then like people find out about this paper and then he like has to present at the big symposium and so they have like five days to write a like academic paper on nuclear fusion um (laughs) yeah sure i mean (laughs) 
it does make sense towards the end when you find out where Einstein... So Einstein had this idea, but he could never prove or disprove it. So he never published it because he was like, I don't know if it's real. So then he mm-hmm. take, he like uses this idea and sort of gives it to... Um, uh, I don't know what his name is. Guy. Edward. Edward. Yeah. Yeah. And so like... And they like fudge a little bit of the math to make it look like it works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so th- this gets out of control. He's, like, super famous. Charles Jurong is super excited about it cause yeah. it's for New Jersey. And then um, at some point in the middle of that conversation-ish, like, all the things, like, they're just thrown together. Yeah. And Grind just decides that she's in love with him. Basically, yeah, they end up for at dinner. Like, so after the symposium, there's, like, the after party. And then she and Einstein and Edward go for dinner and, like, obviously – you know, like they're flirty and dancing and like she falls for this like fictional physicist Edward, not the actual Edward, mm-hmm. but like he's not really changing his personality except for the no. massive lie about what he does for a job. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so like he's getting like interviewed by all these like papers and magazines or whatever because he's like this sort of wonderkind of Einstein that he was like a mechanic with no education and blah, blah, blah. And then he has this thing and then... Yeah, Stephen Fry, like, um, it's such a cute... Does this test? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, before that, I'm just going to say, don't say Wonderkin when we're at the beginning of uh, season of Ted Lasso. It hurts my heart Oh, sorry. I haven't watched it yet. I forgot. I'll stop using it. Anyway. Um, Um, Yeah, yeah, so then, yeah, Stephen Fry gives him, like, an IQ test, and at first he does, like, all the puzzle things, which look like toddler toys yeah no like they're, you know like they're not they're not that I know they're, puzzle. they're like spatial reasoning puzzles we had some of them yeah, yeah when yeah. i worked at the science museum but yeah. yeah and then like a multiple choice test which is conveniently up on a projector so everyone can see yeah <laughs> so all the old guys just sit in a row and like make all sorts of it's old man so noise. funny oh it's so funny i forgot about my favorite part of me yeah i think before that oh. is my absolute favorite scene when so edward he has like a um to us like vintage uh harley davidson motorcycle oh and he, oh my so God, he yes. gives einstein a ride and they're on the motorcycle and they're like driving it's like late spring through like country roads and einstein's just like having the time of his life because it's so like happy. he's got his toucan like his woolly hat and then his crazy hair sticking out and they're just driving through the country and it's the best it's the best and he says wahoo yeah um, and then like we'll get there's so much sexual innuendo in this movie, but yes. So Meg Ryan is mad that she he took Einstein on a motorcycle ride, and Tim Robbins is like he said wahoo, and then he looks right at her and he's like, "What's the last time you said wahoo?" Right. And I was like, "Whoa, Tim Robbins!" Yeah. Oh yeah, and like at the beginning when they first meet, he's like does this like crazy sort of car themed sexual innuendo, yep. innuendo scene. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um. Oh, yeah, so, so he does the IQ test, and then he ends up with an IQ of, like, 160 or something. Yeah, like, or 180, um, like, absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, like, New Jersey whatever guy, uh, Charles Jaring, like, uh, the president comes. <laughs> and yeah. like, hi, nice to meet you. Let's make some spaceships. When can we go to space? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, I'm not even an a practicing scientist but the fact of like the president showing up and he's like when can you have a model like when it's just one paper and i'm like yep sounds like all scientists ever when they have something yeah 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 it's like i have this theoretical idea okay let's build it tomorrow (laughs) yeah why haven't you started building it yet it might not like 
even if it works, it might not be safe because like it's nuclear fusion. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so in the midst of all this as well, like um, Edward and Meg Ryan are like getting thrown together in different situations and definitely falling for each other. Like they dance together a bunch, like they dance mm-hmm. at the dinner after the symposium and it's really cute. Um, yeah. And yeah, they're like definitely super flirty and yeah. Um, and then so he's encouraging her to try to to work through the theorem yeah and she's trying like she's having trouble because of her confidence levels and then einstein's worried about getting caught which is when the gaslighting comes in hooray so fun and einstein just looks at her and is like i'm like it's one of those things of like you can excuse it later if you want to excuse gaslighting because he's like i've never done it this way which afterwards he's like i don't know how to do it because i'm bad at math which Okay, but he also is, like, purposefully doing that to gaslight her to say that she's wrong so that they she doesn't see the flaw in this problem and everything falls apart. Yeah, I didn't read it as super gaslighty, more of, like, he was, or, like, a little bit gaslighty, but also he was really impressed that she, like, he knew that she was smart, but he's like, oh, no, like, she disproved my theory that I thought, like, I couldn't figure oh, like, out how I to think, prove like, or disprove at, it. I think at the end, like, when they're in the field. Yes. He is. No, sorry, he's very, Einstein he's like, is, yeah. No, yeah, no, like Einstein, in the, when they're in the field, and he's like, you did it, you disproved my theory. Yeah. But when she first goes to him and is like, could this be right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just, yeah, he just looks at her, he's like, I've never done it that way. Right. And just like, yeah. just tramples all over her confidence. For sure, for sure. And tells her she's wrong. But then she when, she disproves it anyways, even though, yeah, yeah. which is good. Um, hmm. Yeah, and then there's this whole like weird thing that like I guess is relevant but basically like that they cover up the lie with the president by basically it turns out that somehow Russians had stolen this idea maybe like from a spy at Princeton or something and started working on it and so that's how they like cover up the fact that it was like a wrong idea or like a flawed idea Mm -hmm. by like saying that it was actually like a to trap russian spies to like see if their ideas were being leaked to russia yeah yeah and like the whole thing again of like einstein was never able to prove or disprove this cold fusion theory and she disproved it so therefore it's not possible that the russians have have are working on cold fusion because it's just been proven that it doesn't work yeah but they they're saying that they're working on it which that was yeah yeah like even yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah before it's been disproven yeah yeah um so yeah or yeah they're saying that like oh they invented it but it's like the same equation as Mm -hmm, this one mm -hmm. yeah yeah Um, so yeah and then throughout this whole thing too there's this like upcoming uh comet sighting that's coming at the end and it's a comet that was named after her father who is a um astronomer uh, so it's Boyd's Comet, and so and he died. So she like it's sort of like her like farewell to her dad, or like he's like I'll come see you on my comet, basically. And so yeah, so they like meet up. Oh, and then she finds out about the lie mm-hmm. before everybody else, like before she disproves it, she finds out that it was a lie. Yeah, or before it becomes public. No, she just. She disproves it and then is going to find him and then the president shows yes, up. Yes, the president shows up and then she finds it because yeah, like work around it. she's yeah. she's mad at him but trying not to let the president know. So the president thinks that he's proposing to her and she's yeah. really mad at him. 
yeah yeah and it's like it's weird um but cute mm-hmm. it, the whole thing is so yeah. cute yeah and then yeah so at the end they like meet up in this field because reasons reasons like there's the, the yeah the uh einstein and his buddies like make her car break down remotely because of complicated reasons that don't really matter yeah and they she ends up like having to pull into this field and it's the same field where he is and they're like looking at this comet and then they have this comet sighting moment and it's really cute and then it is yeah and then that's the movie like they're together and yeah and yep Ugh, i really liked it yeah me too it's really cute (laughs) yeah yeah there's definitely some gaslighting and stuff but it's also like it feels period appropriate (laughs) yeah yeah it's not over the top gaslighting and that's what I was telling my sister because I was just texting her millions of quotes right. of things that we used to say to each other constantly. And like, shouldn't she asked, like, does it hold up? And I'm like, aside from the main plot um, being a men, men, multiple men lying to a woman. Yeah. And then some slight gaslighting. It does. Like, there's abs- there's nothing else. There's no like offhanded comments or things. And there's not even like, there's the whole uncomfortable part of like, I'm going to marry you, but there's none there's no part where it he i feel unsafe for her no exactly like he's yeah he he doesn't he's not like doesn't go to the like stalkery level like yeah he has this lie to try to get her attention and then he completely loses control of the lie yeah exactly he doesn't, yeah, yeah like get like creepy stalkery about it it's just like yeah yeah he loses control of the lie in the like physics nuclear rocket sense not the love life part of it sense. not the love part. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, no, for sure. Like, I don't feel like the, yeah, I don't feel like he was, or like he would have done anything or like chosen to marry her or even like like get together with her or propose or whatever without her knowing that it was a lie. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it was good. All right. So we talk about some tropes. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the music. Oh, oh my yeah. Goodness. It's so it's good. It's so good. They like Jerry Goldsmith. Um, and it's like, like classics, like, I don't even know, like Claire de Lune and Twinkle Twinkle and like all these. Yeah. Like, um, but they, they like, like, they're very like super recognizable themes, tunes. Recognizable. And then they like yeah. get remixed into the theme and then mixed with each other. Yeah. And it's just, it's just amazing. Really good. And it's like, yeah. And it's surprising how like a, rework of twinkle twinkle can make you emotional uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah weird. and it's it's very much like using that like music as like math, math and also music as a metaphor for love like it it ties the whole thing yeah. together really well Ugh, mm-hmm. i liked it a lot me too okay tropes. tropes um number one shitty boyfriend yes Oh my God, Stephen Fry! <laughs> yeah, but also, what are you doing? It was, it was, it went both directions. Like they were both oh, yeah. in it for. They were both in a loveless relationship, yeah. but he was he still was, pretty. He was extra shitty there. because of the whole like IQ testing and like. I mean, yes, it was the fifties, and they had a very. We just invented the IQ system, so yeah. like the thought of, like yeah, you could be really good at math and solving these puzzles, but not know like basic facts about physics and. That doesn't make you mm-hmm. less smart. That just makes you exactly having not had access to education. Um, yeah, yeah. Because the the trivia questions that he asks are like, 
which of these theories, like without explaining what the theories like, are part of this or like they're very mm-hmm. like trivia, yeah, exactly. fact-based kind of questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then he's also just he's also yeah, bad. Her. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. he's not a good person. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, okay, the female protagonist is so smart, but so ditzy, so ditzy, yeah. so distracted. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as um, oh no, she's pretty clumsy. I was yeah, but like like she doesn't trip a lot. No, she doesn't trip she a lot. Just and she drops not, a lot like, of spoons. She's not dumb. She's just distracted more than yeah dumb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lost in a thought because she's thinking yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um so adorable old guys Ugh. and and adorable old guys who befriend a male protagonist and then help come up with a plan to set him up with their relation. Yes. Which is if you know anything about Return to Me. Yep. It's Return the to exact Me same also plot. um much ado. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, but these guys, like, it's almost exactly the same. Yeah. There's, like, four old guys in Return to Me. One of them is, like, the god, the grandfather of the yeah. new driver. And they become oh, best yeah. friends with David so Duchovny. Good. It's so good. Yeah, we'll We're going to get there, I think, in the fall. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, they are They're great. Hilarious. And it made me think very much of, like, the, you know, in Hercules, like, the women, is it the muses? Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, the like eastern european old men version of that yeah old men yeah like and they're just like coming up with all these things about like time doesn't exist and yeah gravity and yeah yeah for sure oh and then like all the did you just feel that an atom collided with an atom that collided with an atom that collided with us <laughs> they're just like oh, yeah they're, they're so great. cute um and then yeah i guess this is kind of like the same thing it's like a harebrained scheme and losing control of that scheme slash lie like yeah yeah it all kind of yeah, like slowly goes off in. the rails. Yeah, and the thing is, of like, like the original plan, mm. which is a harebrained scheme of like, let's pretend he's a physicist, but like, where was that going to go exactly if it didn't if it hadn't gone off the rails? Like, it's just a, but obviously, like these are full four old guys. They didn't know what they were doing. They're not great at making a plan. No, and like they're physicists, not <laughs> yeah, and they're all like widowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like old widows um yeah so speaking of which oh, yeah. there is no other women in this movie no no i think there's like you know some background characters but there's no like i don't think there's any other named female characters i was just looking no oh, there's like somebody named rose and i think I don't know like there's know. some people like at a dinner party yeah. and then like a waitress. Yeah, there's like so I don't, there's a Gretchen yeah. and a Rose. I think yeah, they go to a dinner party or like at the, I think yeah after the symposium or something. Yeah, yeah, like the dinner party and then everyone's so shocked because she wants to go to the mud slides in Maui, yeah, which don't exist. Amanda looked before oh. she went on her honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> to those beaches. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um. So yeah. So that's a big a big fail. A big big fail um, in the Bechdel test. Oh, test, but we've got even a this big, a smart woman, big nerdy pie. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness, she, so much. Oh yeah, and there was she talks to herself and to other people about things other than her relationship. Like she talks about math yes. and physics and science. And, that part's yeah. true. Yes, and comments mm-hmm. mm, and comments. Um, yeah. Okay. And there's this there's an amazing part where they're trying, where Stephen Fry is trying to catch Tim Robbins in the lie, and he's like asking him equations mm-hmm. which is like a totally normal thing to do to a person totally and so and similar to the iq test the old guy's like 
do math with their fingers and stuff. And then the end is like is cubed over pie. So it's like an ice cube sitting on top of a pie. And I was like, it's perfect. It's both kinds of, both pie, kinds of pie for pie month. <laughs> anyway, Ugh. here we go. Here's okay. some pie. Um, Yeah. Tim Rubin, Tim Robbins just being super charming. Oh, my goodness. So charming. So attractive. Yeah. Um, Like 10%. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with the movie. He's just attractive. But, yeah, like, I mean, his charm is part of, like, she falls, Mm -hmm. she notices him because he's a physicist, but falls for him because he's charming AF. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 15. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think 15. Um, Sexual innuendo, especially of the nerdy, (laughs) sciencey kind. Oh, man. Like, 30? (laughs) Yeah, like high? the big be- like the f- no, I don't think so. The like the beginning of this movie, like everything that comes out of everyone's mouth is an innuendo. Yeah, like it's he just says like anything, like it's all like car mechanics stuff, but it's like yeah. it's so innuendo y. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh wahoo. Uh, it's so cute. so cute. I love it so much. Um 15? Yeah. Yeah, which leaves us with 40. Yeah, 40% music as a metaphor for love and math. That seems appropriate. Yeah, it does seem appropriate because yeah. the score is really prominent. Yes, yes, for sure. Like, And then it's definitely not like a background score that you don't I, notice exists. I don't want this in our pie, but there's definitely a, a garnish or like an optional addition of like tortured undergraduate students in Stephen Fry's yes. lab. <laughs> Stephen Fry's lab of like. <laughs> but I don't want to put that in a horror. pie. No, of like rats yeah. and rats and yep. mice and monkeys and stuff. Okay, yep. um, what do we think next for them? I say maybe. Yeah, like again, this we had that conversation at the beginning of like if he's cool with her doing her job, but also like, and I don't want to force her into being a mathematician because she is a person who wanted to have children, and that's also yeah, a and that in the fifties would have been choice. a lot harder than it is now, but still doable. Yes. Yeah, um, so I think. And also, like, Nepo Baby, 100%. She could probably get in, into a lot of places. Um, so. Her last name's different, so if she doesn't want to be compared to him, she doesn't have to be. Which is nice for her. Yeah. Yeah, like, if he's cool with her doing whatever, and they can figure out the whole kids thing as they go. Yeah, like, I... I mean, they they only... They don't even really date in this movie. They just are, like, by the end, they're, like... Oh, okay. This is who you are. This is who I am. I like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, he's maybe. got a good job. He had a big house. Yeah, exactly. For like five seconds, like he seems to be doing just fine for himself. Yeah, as a yeah, he's like a white big man old in the fifties, science nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think if she wanted to finish her thesis, well, and also like it would be okay coming up in the sixties, like the whole space race thing of like. Yeah, they need scientists. They also need mechanics. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's true. They could both work. Yeah, for both go work for NASA. NASA. Just move yeah. to Houston. Yeah, or Alabama, or all those places. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. What's next for us, Lindsay? Oh boy. 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 It's Darcy Palooza. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're doing April <laughs> as Pride and Prejudice Month. Oh, so excited. Yay, 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 yay. So our next episode is Fire Island, which is, a, mm-hmm. I think it was like a 2022 adaptation yeah, just of happened. Pride and Prejudice. It's on Amazon Prime. 
It's hilarious. Um, highly recommend it. Yeah, so that'll be our next one here. Um, if you want to join us on Patreon, we are at patreon.com slash charts and hearts club. And April's episode is going to be uh, two of the best filmic adaptations of Pride and Prejudice. We're going to do the like 2000D Pride and Prejudice film, 2005 Pride and Prejudice, the Keira Knightley one. And we're going to do the BBC Pride and Prejudice miniseries. So it's going to be a long Patreon episode. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be the best. We're so excited. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Come join us over there if you also want to do that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. um, There's a lot of Pride and Prejudice adaptations. And so this is just our, there's a reason there's only P&P month because we haven't even gotten to the rest of Austin Exactly. Yeah. Um, So don't worry. Yeah. We got a big, long list, and we will not miss <laughs> any excuse to talk about Darcy. Indeed. Ever. Indeed. Oh, my gosh. So. We're very excited. Um, yes. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of this episode. You can rate or review us wherever you get your podcasts, and you can find us on social media. We're at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and we're at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. You can also go to our website, chartsandhearts.com, where you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms and also tropes that we can add to the list. Oh, yeah. And again, check out our Patreon. We do also have a long, a long back catalog of a year. Yes. Um, but we just did One Fine Day, which was also spring, yeah. which was a, a kind of an accident, yeah. but was pretty good. George Clooney, attractive. Highly recommend. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's a kitten. So, you know. <laughs> anyways let us know your thoughts on this movie and in the meantime since time doesn't exist who needs a watch